episode 23 of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast, taking the boredom out of branding, an interview with Sarah Justice from Kinda Wonderful. So how much time should somebody spend on the strategy of, uh, of their branding? It depends on how long it takes to get clarity. So you're going to ask yourself the questions like, you know, why do you do what you do? Uh, you know, what, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What inspires you to launch that business or to have that path that you're on? And then you're going to go through and think about it even further. Like, where are you going to be going to? So not just where you're at now, where do you want to take your business or your brand? Welcome to the Small Biz Startup Essentials Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tom Claremont, and my goal is to help equip you through the personal brand small business startup process by providing you with enough tips and tools in these episodes so that your pivot through the small business startup process goes a lot smoother and you're more profitable quicker. Please subscribe to the podcast and give us a like on the platform you're using. You can go to TomClaremont.com for more information on how I can help you with your new startup. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast. Uh, very pleased to have with us today, Sarah Justice from Kinda Wonderful in Jacksonville, Florida. You know, what makes up your personal brand? You know, what is branding? Well, Sarah talks about what branding is, the strategy behind your brand, and how it influences every part of your business. She's a brand specialist and the creative mind behind Kinda Wonderful. With a background in graphic design, Sarah is focused on helping businesses share their passion with the world by building brands that are impactful, profitable, and engaging. She encourages people to create the strategy behind their brand before diving into visual designs and marketing. Her passion for branding, coupled with her desire to help small businesses succeed, led to the creation of a one-on-one -on -one coaching tool called the Brand Kit. Sarah, thanks for being with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. So before we get into the strategy of branding, help us understand what branding is and isn't and why it's so important to the success or failure of a small business. Well, I always like to start with what it isn't. A lot of people think that a brand is just a logo, some colors, and some pretty fonts. Some think it's just their business name. But what brand actually is, and the way I describe it, is it's a promise to deliver a product or service consistently and then to become associated with that promise. Okay, so, so it, it goes way beyond the, the visual elements uh, that we normally think of as branding, right? Right, right. Um, it's the whole package because the visuals and everything are part of a brand. So if you think of it as like an iceberg, so at the very top, you have your logo as the little flag. And then as you work your way down, you have your messaging. Um, but then as you get to the actual water level, what lies underneath is the brand strategy. And that is like your mission, your vision, your values, all those things that make your business or your personal brand more personable. So it's, uh, it's always strategy before tactics, right? Yes, always, always, always. So how much time should somebody spend on the strategy of, uh, of their branding? It depends on how long it takes to get clarity. So 
you're going to ask yourself the questions like, you know, why do you do what you do? Uh, you know, what, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What inspires you to launch that business or to have that path that you're on? And then you're going to go through and think about it even further. Like, where are you going to be going to? So not just where you're at now, where do you want to take your business or your brand? So it's sort of like uh, the, the ultimate, is it the, the ultimate strategy of, of planning out the business or is it sort of like uh, for the next year or two? Um, well, when you do your business plan, ideally you'll do your brand strategy at the same time because they kind of interweave in and out of each other. So you're not going to spend a year doing your business plan. So you figure it's going to take you, um, like for my clients, it takes about three months to go from strategy all the way to launched. And that includes all of their design materials and everything needed to have marketing collateral. So do you help them through the business plan process or do you just give them the, tool, the tools in advance so that they could work through it themselves? Business plan, um, that's not really in my wheelhouse, but the strategy side of doing uh, their brand, that's what I do. So I will walk them through all the different aspects of their brand, which is like the brand core, which is purpose, vision, values, positioning, which is audience, competition, marketplace, persona, that's what makes them more personable. That's their personality, their voice, their tagline, and then their brand messaging. So I will work them through all that. And then as part of the brand kit, create all the deliverables that they need. So if they need their logo done, we work on that. If they need all their social media graphics, we build those as well. Um, a website, we can get a converting website put together. So I can walk them all through that in about 90 days. Wow. Wow. That's pretty good. 90 days is, mm -hmm. is, is a, it's a good time frame. Not too long, not too short. Yeah. So the branding message, how do you help somebody to form and develop their branding message? Their branding messaging? I actually, I follow Donald Miller's story brand. Um, it's a good really good framework. So we'll walk through that. And uh, once we go through the story brand process, which is the hero's journey, mm -hmm. um, it just all falls into place and it's plug and play for their website. So it's perfect. Yeah, I read that. So the book is uh, story, story Brand, right? Mm -hmm. By Donald Miller, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Sarah, who's your ideal customer? Well, my ideal customer are people who are mission-driven. They have really big whys, meaning they want to make a difference in the world or in people's lives. So for that reason, I like working with coaches and consultants, and even I call some creatives, because like my one of my favorite customers, she makes homemade soap, right? Well, the reason why she got into making soaps is because her husband has a, a disease where he has really bad skin problems, and she was having a hard time finding something for him. So she started this company and everything is natural and everything is organic. Um, she just has a really big purpose. So ideally you want to work with the business owners, but if that's not really possible, then you would want to work with the decision makers, right? Yes. Um, I generally work with people that are businesses that are probably, hmm, they call them micro businesses. So normally they're not going to have more than 10 people. Okay. So it's the very small business realm. Yes. Yes. Which is cool because that's what we are. <laughs> right. 
Do you have different like packages that you offer? Um, I have like one package, but I can cater it to the needs of a customer. So say they have an amazing logo and they don't really want to change that, but it's time for them to start looking at their strategy. We can look at just their strategy um, or maybe their strategy is solid and they need a logo or maybe both those are fine and they need help with their messaging. So it's all one product, but it's modular. So I can pull pieces in and out. Do you get involved with, um, uh, you have a, a graphic design background, mm-hmm. right? Do you get involved with color and uh, the psychology of color? And does it get, does it get that deep or, uh, or do you just go with colors that sort of look good and, and um, fit the uh, persona of the business? Generally, you want to fit the persona. Um, I'm glad you brought up persona, actually. Um, I like using brand archetypes. So when you start looking at, there's 12 archetypes um, of personality. So we have things like, uh, you have like the gesture, you have the child, you have the ruler, you have the creative, um, you have the hero. So all of these are really old personality types that you'll find in almost all advertising. So I like to use those. And then with those, the colors kind of start forming of what's going to work for the brand. Because um, all the colors do have different meanings also, but they, they work well together. Just taking a little break here in the middle, folks, to let you know about some free resources I have available on my website that you can take advantage of, which will help you start or grow your small business. If you go to tomclaremont.com slash resources, you'll see I have some ebooks and other downloads available for you. Startup business books I recommend, as well as other podcasts I think you'll benefit from, and some other vendor services that I recommend and have affiliations with. Please check the notes at the end of the episode for the link to all the resources I can provide. Now let's get back to the episode. So Sarah, where do you go for your inspiration? Honestly, LinkedIn, there are so many thought leaders that are there and they're posting daily. So we have people like Gary Vee, um, Simon Sinek, um, just some big names that are posting daily. And then from there, it's almost like your own um, aggregator. You can go through and follow through their blogs and everything else and find out what they're doing in the world. Now, you mentioned LinkedIn, which is a social media platform. Uh, How much does branding get involved with so diff- the different social media platforms? Um, branding should be on every social media platform. And the big thing with that is you need to be consistent. So people, when they inter- encounter you with LinkedIn should have a certain experience. They should have the same experience on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram. They should be able to recognize you immediately. Uh, but with different social media platforms, the persona of each platform is a little different, right? Some are more formal, some are more informal. So how does somebody still uh, be consistent with that persona when the platforms are very different? The platforms are different. They have like the you know, best practices. You know, so like Facebook, you're not going to use hashtags. Twitter, Twitter, you have a limited uh, character account. Um, Instagram, you have your square image. But your tone that you use uh, as a brand is going to be the same. 
you're just going to change it just a little bit. So if you need to be more professional, you'll put on like a professional hat for LinkedIn, but you're still you. It's just like when you're acting as your brand, your brand is, it's like a person, right? So if you're walking into a professional meeting, you're still you, you're still going to sound like you and everything, but you're going to behave in what's considered appropriate. So some people say that sometimes you put on uh, a more professional hat, but then there's certain days of the week when it's okay to sort of put on a more personal sort of hat and, and show the personal side of you. What's your position on, on blending the professional with the personal? I think it's fine so long as it's authentic. You don't want to be fake. Um, I call it wearing your brand hat. So there's like, if you're running as a personal brand, there's still pieces of you that you're going to keep your, to yourself, right? You're not going to let them go out into the world. So you're going to put on what I call a brand hat. When you put that brand hat on, it's going to filter the things out that don't need to be out in the world. So as long as you have that hat on, you can still put personal things. You just make sure you filter it. So if somebody had aspirations to start a personal brand business, what would you recommend they focus on and dive into initially? Um, well, the first thing you want to do is start with the brand core. Um, what is your purpose? What is your reason for being? Why did you start your business? And then right after that is what is your vision? Where are you driving to? Where are you taking that business? Once you have those two things, that kind of builds the framework that everything else falls into as you know where you're going. Okay. It's, so, you know, you get the why out of the way and, mm -hmm. and then you can, you can dive in after that. Right? Mm -hmm. When somebody's working through their business plan and they get to, you know, the, the sales and marketing section, where does the branding uh, fit in to the business plan? Is it before sales and marketing or is it in sales and marketing or is it after sales and marketing? Where does the branding aspect fit in the scheme of the business plan? Well, everybody has their own opinion, but for me, brand should come first. So you're going to start with your business plan. Then you're going to go to brand strategy because they kind of interweave together. And then after that, that's when you start doing marketing. Because you, marketing and sales go hand in hand, but brand is at the core of them. So how long have you been in business for? 20 years as a freelancer. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Well, 20 years, that's, that's the same as me. I started in 2000, late 2001. Um, yeah. So what kind of obstacles had you had to overcome to, uh, you know, throughout the years? Um, I think the biggest thing was, is uh, of that 20 years, most of that was just as being a graphic designer. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I stopped doing the side hustle freelancing and quit my day job that I realized what it meant to be a business owner. And when I first got out, I, you know, you always start off with referrals. You don't ever jump ship without having something, you know, in your back pocket. So I, I had referrals and some of those went sideways and I found myself in a position where I no longer had a day job and I had to learn to market myself. So just like all the other business owners out there, I struggled with that initially. And 
that's what really got me turned on to brand strategy. Because as I was consuming everything on the internet, I started hearing this whole brand thing over and over and over again. I said, like, well, what is that? And the more I started looking at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is the key to everything. If people can define their brand, it's going to set the stage for all their success. Because once you have the brand, then you have something you can build your marketing off of. Now, it's common for people to sort of focus on a, a niche in their business. Do you have a certain niche or, or no? Well, for me, my niche is based on my, my customer persona. So by targeting down onto like solopreneurs, coaches, consultants, and creatives, that niches it down. I can niche it down further by saying I generally work with those who are rebranding. So they're normally two to three years in their business. And I can niche it down further that though I will work with just about anyone, as we all will, um, predominantly I work with female entrepreneurs. So by niching down on that particular client persona, that, that would be my niche. But you don't just straight up say that in your marketing. You, you say it by the way you say things. So it's all in your messaging, in your imagery. You try to use things that's going to appeal to them. Well, Sarah, one last question, uh, if I could. Uh, you know, looking back uh, on your 20 years, is there anything you would have done a little differently? I think I would have hired a business coach sooner. <laughs> It was, I was very reluctant to ask for help, thinking that I could figure everything out myself. And it wasn't until I hired a business coach that things started really clicking. Good, good. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I, I, I got some uh, coaching from uh, Mike Kim, and he was just fantastic. And it really helps to gain the clarity, the focus, and uh, to sort of maybe uh, go in a different direction if you need to as well, you know? So, you know, mm -hmm. coaching is definitely uh, uh, a, a benefit for, uh, for the small business owners for sure. Well, Sarah, thanks for helping us have a little bit more insight into the branding uh, aspect, uh, what you do and how you do it. Uh, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn, look for Sarah D. Justice or go to www.kinda, K-I-N-D-A, wonderful.com. All right, kindawonderful.com. Folks, yeah, if you, you know, if you need some help, uh, a little bit of guidance, uh, a direction for your branding strategy, uh, reach out to Sarah. Uh, she's got a great 90-day program that can help, uh, she'll help walk you through it every step of the way. Sarah, thanks for being with us today. Hey, thanks so much for having me. That's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. Once again, I have free resources for you that can help you with your small business startup. You can go to tomclaremont.com slash resources. There's a number of eBooks for you to download and some eBook bundles that have been very popular lately on the Power Tools page. If you need help with your small business startup, let's talk. Shoot me an email at tom at tomclaremont.com or you can book a free 30-minute discovery call directly from the website. Don't forget to check out the blog on the website as well for more tips and tools on your pivot to self-employment. 